This is the story of Nickel City. That's right, the very, very iconic bar just so quickly became an icon of Austin and national acclaim. I've got Travis Tober and Brandon Hunt talking about how they met, talking about the concept, and talking about a new location in Fort Worth, Texas. I wanted to be the first one to drop the news. Eater beat me to it, but that is right. Nickel City number two coming to Fort Worth, and you hear Brandon and Tober talk about this great project and how they are expanding so without further ado i hope you guys enjoy the story of nickel city i think we officially met i know i think me and brian are both owned an old-fashioned at uh i have a bad memory what was that? My earliest memory was sitting at the uh, the hotel. That was. Did you forget like the whole like month before? Like I guess. Met, yeah. We, we met at not Russell Temple. What's the what's the state? Oh company? yeah, Hofbrau. Yeah. Yeah, we had an old Hoffbrow. fashion, and we yeah, both we had, had an old fashioned. fashion. You asked me what I thought. I was like, oh, that thing's fine. It's great. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's good. So you it guys, was a, it was a test to see where how. Uh, how dainty he was. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually impressed. I ordered an old fashioned at you know noon. It was you know. It's a work. <laughs> it was a working lunch. Brandon, were you testing Tover? A little bit, yeah, because I, you know, he came with such high alkalates. It was kind of like, uh, are we gonna do this craft cocktail bar? Because I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be eighteen dollar cocktails. Yeah. That's just not where I come from. And he came again. So much praise came. With meeting him, I already came with the guard up and not, not feeling this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's weird because, you know, I was talking about you today, Tober, and P. Diddy really made a fucking name for himself in the late <laughs> 90s and the 2000s. And everything he touched at this particular moment, but it was like over a decade long, turned to gold. Mm-hmm. So I could see the reticence. I could see, I mean, you know, this Tober guy, is he like really substance or is this all flash? So when you met, met and actually like sat down, which year are we talking when you guys met? This is two years ago now? Two, a I little mean, bit 2016, over. 2016, right? Yeah, yeah. 2016. 2016. Yeah. Did you call him to like a meeting to no, say like... So that, you know, hopefully, I don't want to sound mean, but... Please, tell me. Where, where it came from was I already had a girl in mind to run the bar. <laughs> no kidding. And, and and the idea was... And if it would if we would have done that... <laughs> like I always said, how, how would that we, turn we, out? We, yeah. <laughs> I'd be trying to get a job with this guy. <laughs> but, you know, uh, the context that it came from was that Craig, who is our partner as well, was, uh, well, you got to meet this guy, you got to meet this guy, and... No offense to Craig, but Craig usually doesn't roll with the same people I roll with. Right. You know, Craig is Portland, Maine, you know, shirt tucked in, business guy. He yeah. handles his shit. Down tempo. Yeah. And, and and I'm like, man, I just want a neighborhood bar. I don't want a cocktail bar. I don't want it to be stuffy. Right. And uh, he's like, just take the meeting, man. I'm like, all right. 
I'm trying to be better about this. Sure. With, you know, I'm just going to take the meeting and meet the guy and we'll move on from him. You know, it's always, I'm very guilty of being the smartest guy in the room always. Sure. Do, but do you like that feeling? Or are you no, open? No, it's not a healthy place to be. Yeah, right. Because you're not. Hardly ever. Are you <laughs> the smartest person in the room. So you perceive yourself as the smartest guy in the room. I'm trying to not be that way. Because <laughs> yeah. I have an image or a, a thing that I want the bar to be. Sure. And and whoever Craig is bringing around, I don't give I don't give a shit who it is. I don't want to meet him, <laughs> and because uh, my ego's out of control at this point. And then I, love I, meet, that. And I meet Travis at Hofbrau. Which have you ever been to Hofbrau? Uh, just a few times. It's yeah. like 1930s steakhouse, yeah. still on the been on the flat top. Flat top with a oh. lemon butter sauce served with some white Wonder Bread. I mean, it's just you get a salad. It's just like iceberg. And- some yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome and it is like you again this could be a scene in a movie yeah uh and i just knew the minute we i mean we look like brothers sure where we you kinda, at least both look like brewers <laughs> but and we, we just hit it off it was crazy i couldn't couldn't explain the high that we had yeah what were you guys that. talking about because obviously it wasn't just business you're bound to talk about other stuff kind of talks about our upbringings and just like yeah hey, we both kind of basically grew up poor, you know, poor. Our Rust moms Belt. raised us. Yeah, our moms raised us poor Rust Belt trash. Are we Are we all mom-raised guys mm-hmm. here? Yeah. Single mothers? Yeah, mm-hmm. single mothers. See how successful we've become? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think it's a, a true barometer of success because yeah. we've got more fucking to prove. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, you had more to prove and more to fight for. And you're rounded, too. You have a woman's, like, look on things a little bit. <laughs> you you know? abs- okay, so this is a brief tangent, but I think it's actually quite important because knowing the guys... Because, you, you know, you think whiskey's machismo, right? You think mm-hmm. about a whiskey bar. You think about a dive bar. Some people call it Nickel City. Oh, of course. It's like, oh, it's just these dudes. It's a boys club. Yeah. But you know what? Like, do we not have a better appreciation for women and everything they have to go through because our moms had to do that same thing? Oh, 100%. And it's weird, too, because, like, at the bar, like, I mean, we just hired a bunch of people for, for a season. And I was just like, we, like, I mean, I have one guy bar back. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, I have like one guy bar, like two guy barbacks, kinda. Yeah, and it's just like we just hired two new barbacks, and they're both women, and I'm just like, that's awesome, and they're they're just getting right in there. And I was just like, you know, 20 years ago when I started bartending, that just never happened. Yeah, it didn't didn't happen. I mean, like, and a whiskey again, it make it like you're pretty pleased to see that, Brandon. Like, the, oh, really, a great amount of diversity behind the. Of course, I mean, via through and three is, you know, half. I'd say it's fifty fifty. Oh, really? Women, women to men, and. Even upper management, it's mostly women. That's amazing. Um, not like we sat around and draw, you know, thought this out, but right. that's just the way they're it's just worked. more sensible. It's you know, there's just a, there's a, so there's such a plethora of kind of skills and things that we can't really relate to that women can provide back house, front house, all more that. organized. Sure, <laughs> I'm, yeah, the cleaner. <laughs> I always could. Not as gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They no beards. Us, they, no sexual harassment. Usually, <laughs> yeah. they're keeping us in check. So it's it's healthy, I think. To it be it really is, man. Oh, and I'll, I want to. I'll share a story with you guys when we get done recording. Recording this is very funny, but. Okay, so you've got this legendary steakhouse, been in Austin for quite some time. You guys are both drinking old fashions. You're super Brandon, super maybe like skeptical of Tilburn. A little bit. Your straight lace friend introduced you to the P. Diddy of Austin, right? Mm-hmm. And I never even heard of him. <laughs> oh, so really? This are is you even serious? better. I never even heard of this guy. That's fucked up. What? You definitely heard of me. He's, yeah, a, he's a brand. You bought a brand in this. Thing. I didn't even know that, though. I realized that a year and a half in. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> 
<laughs> he's a tour. What is it? Forced to triumph. Ah, yes. Right? Forced to something. Forced to something. He's, he's impressive. I'll, I'll, the only time I'll be nice to him is <laughs> right now. Well, the, the mics are rolling, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you edit all this out. But. Oh, I mean, this is kind of what makes the story, though. Like this rapport that was instant, instantly kind of built between you two. Yeah. So, you know, it's not a working lunch, but it's a working lunch. Did you even guys... Did you IDA? Did you mm-hmm. kind of sort of brainstorm what this thing would be? I think yeah. I think we both kind of had the idea of just this neighborhood bar. Nobody once had a dive bar, yeah. which was yeah. healthy. I mean, I think I think it was like I think my opening statement kind of sealed the deal. It kind of already did when I walked in, and we were just kind of like, "Hey, like we're both, all of us are like you know uh, sore thumbs sticking out in this place." And I walked up, and then we sat, and then you know. Uh, you know, Craig came in, we all started talking, and I think Brandon just wanted to dismiss me very quickly. Right. He said, right. oh, so what kind of bar do you want to open up? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're a prickly guy. Like, I want to open up a neighborhood whiskey bar, keep everything cheap, um, kind of like everybody gets to hang out, have a great time, you know, enjoy everything. Yeah. And he was just like, damn, me too. Okay. So next, yeah. like, so he kept on quizzing me. And, and, and like, really, the thing that sent it over the edge was the handshake shit. That? You get a handshake when you walk in. You get a handshake when you uh, walk out. High fives and handshakes. Yeah, and and I was like, all right, that's exactly what I want. Okay. You know, I mean, this, I mean, what we, you know, I guess what we try to set out to do, and I mean, in not so many ways, I guess, kind of accomplished is like the nicest bar on the east side, and not and not like I mean, just because. Listen, I mean, Austin, Austin, you know, Nashville. Any of these cool cities, they're really fucking cool. Man. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and and it just falls into prey, especially now that bartending's become such a cool fucking thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of falls into that, I call it the hipster bullshit service. You know sure. what I mean? It's just like, we all forget about, you know, service, you know, at these bars or restaurants that are just like on awards and whatever and circle jerks and all this. And it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever happened to like, hey, can I get you like a glass of water? And hey, how are you doing? Right. You know what I mean? And, you know. The foundational like, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's just like what, you know, like one of my interview questions is always like, you know, why does your, you know, you you know, why does your daiquiri taste better than everybody else's? And like the bartender would be like, oh, because I shake it, you know, this, or I use this kind of, I'm like, I'm not looking for recipes, buddy. Yeah. I'm looking for, because the daiquiri is ready for when you walk through the door right when you sit down. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just all about service. And that's, that's the main thing. So getting rid of that hipster attitude, I guess. Yeah. I mean, dude. I mean, we're all. I mean, we're all hipsters in some. Way. Well, we got we got a lot of privilege in this industry, yeah, man. For sure, and it's just like you know. I mean, like every once in a while, do you ever go to like Papa Do's or something like that? And it's like get blown away. By Love service. it. It's right. It's Why the is best Papa service? And I, I would even get. I would absolutely book a reservation for Friday night at Papa Do's. Are you yeah. kidding me? Dude. I mean, and I mean, I mean, that's run by Matt Tanner, yeah, oh, right. ex ex Anvil guy. I mean, the yeah. drinks are on point. Yeah. The service is on point. I mean, everything about it is amazing. Yeah, it's it? just like people shit on on chains, but it's just like the service well, the, is so good. The well, places that the are busy, like I'm sorry, just no, please, Chick Fil A and and Papado, Papa yeah. Brothers, everything they do, these are all places that just are focused on service. The right. food is so secondary. Yeah, even though it's amazing, it's, right. it's still yeah. good. Yeah, 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 it's it it is strange. It's this kind of sensibility about being humble. Mm-hmm. Making sure that people get a good experience because you're being nice and you're off. Because again, the, the you're product talking is to the two right guys about hump. So this is what, yes. <laughs> so when when you're doing Via, right, which is a pizza place, and everybody gets pizza, right, right? and they, everybody gets whiskey to the to some degree. Yeah. They may not get a sidecar, which is lovely on the menu. You guys yeah. do it really good, but people get these things. Right. So for you, where did you even get 
the ability to understand like that's what's really most important is being well, humble and when we open you know when you do the trailers we had two trailers for three years it's the the bar is so low like if you just open up on time yeah you're the you're the fucking best no shit. you know okay. and if you're open when you say you're gonna be open yeah. you're killing it already <laughs> and then so and we never service was never a huge thing I mean, it was always just be civil mm-hmm, mm-hmm. out of the food trailer it was never a big deal but when we opened Oak Hill, we we quickly had that tagline of, "Our our food makes friends, our service keeps them," mm. and and that's it. Like you'll come in to check out the food, but we want you leaving talking about the service and the and the execution and yeah. and just uh, the friendliness of everybody. Because it is it's weird because you got metal music blasting. Right. It's uh man, you know, it's kind of dirty. Yeah, but it, something about that's really connective. Yeah, because. You know, we get into like how saturated things are. People want me to feel a certain way. People want to sell me this, but like something about metal and kind of a place, it's because I have a conversation. That's still homegrown organic shit. Here's the thing, though. It's an interesting question. You know, you're you're kind of you're trying to open up more to people, right? And like be warmer and all of this. How do you provide good service when maybe you aren't the warmest of guys? And this isn't a critique. I no, think it's just a... I, I think one on one, I'm probably not the warmest person in the world. I'm no. kind of a gr- <laughs> little bit of a grump. Sure. Uh, but with when it comes to, if I worked at a hotel, it would be the best service you've ever had because I, I get the game. I get the importance of, you know, that that book of like raving fans. Yeah. Of that you know everything Yelp, Google, Facebook, Instagram, all that shit matters as much as you can say much you hate it. That doesn't doesn't discount it absolutely so all that all that matters is when somebody leaves and they're telling 10 of their friends that nickel city was the best time they had or via was the best best time they had and they're not even talking about the food right that or the drinks that that's all that matters man so this idea of a place that's accessible where you get good service and it's just a place you want to be it's part of the community too is that a big yeah. oh big it's part? huge yeah, yeah i mean i can't tell you a number of how much money nickel city and and via 313 is donated and and orchestrated try to have different events daily with you know it feels like daily i mean just in three days i mean nickel city has been 1100 dollars donated and i mean i'm sure via is 10 times that you know in the last two weeks but yeah yeah. it has i don't even know what the number is yeah it doesn't even matter though it's the gesture itself yeah it's not even about getting noticed for it it's just about yeah because i didn't see a post about that right and when we grew up and I know I can say this, I, the neighborhood pizza place was the place that the baseball team went to, the hockey team went to, yeah. the football team went to, and that pizza place supported our jerseys and our helmets, and mm. and, and then that was that was Or very, the bar, actually. I, mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I played t-ball for a bar. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> I don't have as big of a bar background as he does. So. <laughs> I literally played t-ball for sponsored by a bar. Yeah. <laughs> for every drink he's had, I've had pizza for. So. <laughs> So this sensibility grows. You guys have this common vision. The next steps are where the hell do we do this? Did you have it, Brandon? Any yeah, idea we, where you wanted to? Like the, yeah, we the already had the building, I think. Um, we were pretty far in negotiations when yeah. we met, when yeah. all the four of us met. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, as far as I know, you guys had like the in on it mm-hmm. as far as. It's a weird story because... Um, Oh yeah, a girl that I used to hang out with was hang babysitting. With? Uh, Sorry, no, was, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> was babysitting. Yeah, hanging out with long Thank time you. ago. There you go, long, long time ago. You're bad. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, she used to hang out, or she would babysit this guy's 
kids, and he would come home after the bar every night and be like, I hate this bar, I hate it, I just want to get rid of it. So she would text me and be like, I, I don't know if you're interested, but this bar is, uh, you know, it's it's awesome, it's historic, and, and this guy, like... Such a good bar. Yeah, and he's just shitting on it, and he's stealing money, and I'm not throwing him right, out of the Right, but bus, just, but just he's, he's done with it. He's just resentful. It. Yeah, he's over it. He's yeah. probably, hold his... 50, 60 years old. I mean, 50. I mean, he's got to be over it. He's yeah. awesome. He comes to the bar. That's awesome. And I'm not lying. The negotiations went uh, $80,000, $100,000, $200,000, $300,000, $100,000, $80,000 before noon tomorrow. Cash. Cash. <laughs> always cash. Oh, yeah. oh, man. To him just getting evicted. Yeah. And that's where Craig was important on, on the deal is Craig had the in. Once he got evicted, Craig was kind of buddies with the guy that had the master yeah. lease. And thankfully, it didn't slip out of our hands. So how long did you say before you had, not not a deed, but you had a signed lease in your hands, you were ready to go? That was over two and a half years of just Jeez. bullshit. Because that, that guy that we're talking about is just so fucking crazy. Right. And uh, was there any chance that it wasn't going to happen? Did you see always. it kind of slipping? Oh, yeah, like every always. day, every you day, crazy, yeah, every day. The guy, you can't, you can't fucking make deals with crazy people. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great but, I mean, point. It's, I mean, it's an iconic bar. It's one of the oldest bars. Yeah, Long Branch. I mean, talking, right? Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is legendary bar. Like legendary things have happened there. Sure. Yeah. I wait, mean, wait, it's uh, the original Driscoll Hotel bar. Yeah. So I mean, the history. The back bar is the original Driscoll. Yeah. Hotel. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, they found it in an alleyway and brought it over in the 30s. Jesus, so it's just no crazy idea. the history that just they shit on it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it it ended up getting done. We still paid I don't know, like eighty. I don't know if we're supposed to talk numbers. No, but, but whatever. I mean, yeah, I think it's good for other people. You don't even have to like fix yeah. to it. But sometimes it's people they deliberately obfuscate. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like that shit. No, it's it's well, there's a magical word in Austin. It's called kefi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist in most markets. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pay to play here. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay, all right. No, it, actually, I don't like it, but I like that I understand. It, it doesn't now. matter because <laughs> if you hit, you know, that eighty thousand dollars is so irrelevant now. Yeah, yeah. and it's, I mean, you look at a you in Austin. A lot of times, you have to like basically budget twenty percent of your build up for a key fee. No, yeah, which is insane. That's I mean, so crazy. you know, I, luckily. We were, I mean, not okay with it. I mean, we were okay with it. We had to be. Yeah. But, you know, we had the vision for it. I so. think the thing that sucked was that you usually get hit from one angle, whether it be a key fee, high rent, or percentage rent, right. which means if you're, your sales go over $100,000, right. you got to kick 6% back to the landlord. And it was like, we got hit on all three of them. Oh, man. Yeah. And it felt like we were just getting, I don't know what the PC thing is, yeah. but you know what I'm yeah, saying. Getting yeah, getting fucked over. Yeah, we were just getting... Or ramrodded. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, I mean, it's your imagination. you know, yeah. it, it's close to being out of your grips day after day, which is, is, is got to be intensely. And then we get it and we're like, this isn't even a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, this sucks. We've been fighting for two and a half years for this thing and we're getting destroyed on every level. Which financially or was there some like uh, infrastructure well, stuff? Well, it's just we got was... a huge rent. Yeah. The build out was almost a half million dollars. Yeah. And uh, and the uh, and then we're paying the key fee. We're paying the percentage rent. So if we are successful, now we have to pay the landlord even more money. More yeah. successful, but more, more money, more problems. Yeah, but I, honestly, a year and a half in, it doesn't. None of that shit matters. Yeah, it doesn't really. I it's mean, so like relevant we, now. You know, we knew what we got. We got a legendary bar that everybody knew about it. Like I like to say, you know, everybody in Austin, you know. Pre, I would say four or five years ago, knew about the Long Branch. Sure, of course. Everybody had either 
everybody had a Long Branch story. Story, yeah. right? Everybody yeah. had a story. And but unfortunately, the last five years before we took it over, they were usually bad stories. Yeah, I mean, but everybody loved the bar. Everybody felt like connected to it. If you're a bar person, an industry person, you know, a neighborhood person, you felt connected to that bar. Yeah. But you know. Brandon, did you, did you get to go to Long Branch before it shuttered? Yeah, I'd been there probably twice and hated think? it. Hated yeah, it. it's disgusting. It. I mean, we almost had to power wash the ceiling because it Jesus. probably hadn't been even touched in 50 years. Yeah. I mean, it was just disgusting. And yeah. it, it was past a dive bar. I mean, it, it well, the plumbing hadn't been updated. <laughs> so the plumbing went from the sink along the wall, out, like basically outside uh-huh. to the sewer system. There was no <laughs> underground plumbing. It was all from like... Whatever year they did it, yeah. 1920. Oh, Jesus. So it's just like top of the soil yeah. kind of thing. We oh. No. Yeah, that was... I mean, we basically rough. had to rip the whole floor out, rip the place. I mean, the, it was a total... Re- it was bigger than any VIA project we'd ever done. No kidding. For this neighborhood bar. Do you, I mean, so, Travis, did you ever... Sorry, Tober, because it's like Diddy. I, I know I need, get, <laughs> I, I, need, I need a cool nickname. Can you just call me Slim for the rest Ooh, of the interview? That's good. I love this kind of thing. That's great. So was had you ever been involved with anything that was in a sense, such a train wreck in terms of breaking or build out and having to redo all this stuff. No, I mean, because I mean, I've opened up a ton of like corporate restaurants and stuff yeah. like that, but it's always been new builds or, you know what I mean? Like you come in after the dirty work is done. But this was, I mean, I remember like when we started getting it and it was just like, you know, because it's awesome. It takes forever to get permits and all that shit. Yeah. And, you know, I remember tasting with Chris Furtado from High West by flashlight for single barrels oh, like man. in the bar yeah you know what i mean like i was like i'm only gonna taste them here i remember tasting with heather from from beam uh-huh. or, uh, you know single barrels like on a like a like like a plank of wood sure that was probably gross and we're just like by flashlight which one do we pick which one do we pick like <laughs> but i need these ready to go like almost right when we open yeah. and it was just like you know it, it was really you know i remember you know, coming in, you know, get, going to the door after we got the place and started demo. I was like, man, this is going to go really quick. And it stayed like that for a month. <laughs> and oh, like, you yeah. know, it would just be like bursts of like, everything's done and we're waiting on something else. You know, it, it, it hurry up rough. and wait, right? Yeah. For, that's, yeah hurry that's up what and happens wait. when you price shop. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I mean, I remember the last two weeks before we opened, I mean, we had a complete bar, um, we weren't able to stock any liquor. So we had no beer or liquor to drink, so we we're just kind of hanging out at like this. We every day we just kind of hang out and be like, "All right, so we're still waiting on this permit." We just play pinball for like an hour and a half <laughs> every day, and just like you know, every day we're just flushing money down the drain and just be like, "Oh, you know." Um, and we got investors, you know, like yeah, dude, they're expecting to be paid back in two years, and we're like, so "We're not even open yet." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been six months in, we're not open. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, suckers. Yeah. They're not. They're obviously, I know a few of the investors, and they're very, very happy. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's you. worked out overall. Worked overall, but right? the tension was high in those that, that, those months or two. Dude, there. I can't imagine, and yet still, you have this insight, this piece of the strategy for people coming in to have your own single barrels. You reigned, you know, you were working oh, on this stuff this way guy. before. Yeah. So, yeah. what's the thinking behind that? I love this. It's actually. I would almost say that you guys started that trend. There'd been a few barrels out in the market, but not to go like thirteen single barrels. Yeah, yeah, it's insane, I mean, man. Yeah, I mean, and I just picked out like four or five more new ones. Um, you know, I kind of had this, um, I kind of had this vision for a bar, and, and this kind of hanging out in Kentucky, where you know what I mean, like you know, you're in bourbon country, right? And you go to the Silver Dollar or, um, you you know, some other bars around town and, and they have their own single barrels. But not only did they have that, they had multiple years of their single barrels. Yeah. And they would just hold on to it. 
And then, you know, in Kentucky, there's a couple bars that have bottle shops. Yeah. Like, you could right. buy their single barrels and take away. And I'm like, to me, I'm like, we're right next door to a liquor store, yeah. J&J. So I go in there, I meet Billy from J&J, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to do this crazy single barrel, you know, program. Would you be cool, if, like, just putting up a, sh- a shelf of our single barrels? Yeah. So if somebody tastes it, we're like, oh, yeah, it's for sale next door at J&J. Perfect. They can leave, boom, bottle shop, done, gone. I mean, it's cool. It helps me go through the single barrels quicker. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's that hook. You know, everybody's looking for a story or a hook, yeah. you know, and that's what it is. And it's just like, we're going to be a whiskey bar. If we're going to be a whiskey bar, let's go all in. You know what I mean? Let's let's do 13 single barrels. Let's yeah. do the first Copper and King's brand new oh, barrel yeah, ever made. Lovely barrel. Yeah, I know. It's, it's still, it's so, it's not the most popular by far. Well, pe- people but, don't know brand, right? Yeah, it's, people don't love brandy. I love brandy. Oh, it's, and I mean, it's, it's like, so you know, we'll have that. And it's just like, you know, let's do something cool with whiskey. You know, you know, I mean, we all know. And then this, and then I got really kind of dumb. Not really, but I guess, you know. In, in Wait, you made run, a mistake? No, I didn't make a mistake. <laughs> okay, I got this, so. I, I, like about three, four months in, I got this hard line, and I was like, all the single barrels. I don't care what it costs us, $6 an ounce, $11 for two ounces. And it was like kind of cool at first, but now like we got the maker's mark, you got the maker's private selected, and that's yep. like 55 bucks a bottle, 60 bucks a bottle for us yeah, to buy. Yeah. But I'm like, well, fuck it. You know, who cares? It'll bring somebody in. We got whistle pig in, $6 yeah. an ounce, $11. Oh, dude. And a whistle, whistle pig private barrel, like that's not cheap. Like probably north stores, of a hundred bucks, right? Yeah, I mean, we buy it for probably sixty five, okay. seventy. You know what I mean? But like to buy it in a store, like yeah. eighty nine, ninety nine. So you know, all right. So here's an interesting thing: the Beatles broke up because of creative differences, right? John and Paul were arguing all the time. Yeah. I don't know who's which, and I don't care. But Brandon, like, I'm definitely Paul. <laughs> the heart, the heart. <laughs> the phone. Oh, I would yeah, never I marry Yoko. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 what about naked films that might be a little more enticing but brandon like knowing this is tober's vision that potentially you're gonna have the best deal in town and you're gonna have unique stuff that no one else can get oh yeah i don't I mean, even get involved in that shit but like, do you feel like do you have to support it i guess even if it's kind of i mean we, we've definitely had some i don't know if mean like personally we've never had any bumps in the road yeah on like decision making or it's always been his show but they're definitely, you know, when the employees used to be able to drink, there was some tensions were high then. Yeah, Nobody knew how to handle their booze correctly. But they don't drink anymore. That yeah. was about the only time. I mean, the, Besides the that, first never three, four had. months, it was definitely bumps. It was just kind of like me, like, I got this. Don't worry. It's going to yeah. take a minute. We need to cultivate regulars. Sure, sure. I mean, because it didn't, it didn't really, like, I mean, like, to to not even be like a wine. We, we were always successful sure but to degrees of success right, right i mean i i still remember the day it turned the corner and, and that was when esquire named us one of the best bars in america yeah. oh yeah and i got that news while i was in kentucky sure at the silver dollar at larry's place and i was just like I, is, I text him and i was like this is game time now this whole is, fucking circle man. this is the list of lists yeah i mean yeah. basically I, what i consider the of list course. of lists it was tough for my brother and i because we've built a family restaurant yeah. and now we've moved into uh, a, a neighborhood bar where our family is, most of them are recovering alcoholics, yeah, yeah. and we're like watching everybody just get plastered every night. The staff is getting plastered, and I was like, man, this is this is going to fuck up Via's name, basically. The, yeah. People think of Via one way, and they're coming here, but we've quickly, I mean, quickly, it just became Travis Tober's show. Yeah. It's not Via 313's bar, it's it's his bar. And you're fine, like... the. No, no egotistic or no egotism, no conflict for you. In no, this Travis's. is the best thing I've ever done. I mean, it's the most fun I've ever had. Yeah. I mean, Via gets 
Pizza is hard because people, it gets so overshot. Like, it's the best pizza in the world. Right. We don't oh, yeah. say that. No, you know, you but don't if, need to. Yeah. But if it's over oversold to you and you go try it, the, the, uh, the expectations are so high. Sure. Whereas this is just like, I always tell the same story. Like, somebody painted a huge dick on the back of the bathroom door and it was back there for six months. <laughs> <laughs> and then when somebody painted over it, the people were mad yeah. and we painted over it. I'm like, man, at Via, it would have been like 10 minutes. We would have been, you know, scrambling around trying to find paint. Man. It was it, a dick with a gun fighting a son. Yeah. yeah. yeah so like, it was I'm like, kind of interested. Just a dick. Yeah, I kinda... It was like a dick with a guns fighting a son. It was awesome. And I remember posting on like Instagram or Facebook, I was like, the hard decisions a bar owner has to make. Yeah. <laughs> Six months, I'm gonna paint this over. Artistic Everybody's freedom, like, no! man. Well, it's, it was so much easier though. Like that when when you the, that's your biggest struggle is painting over it. <laughs> Not like how many kids just look at this dick and now I know whose parents are upset about it. And uh, you know, again, Via gets kind of we've moved into uh, I don't want to say McDonald's territory, no, but right, it's, right. it's very much stamp and repeat. And Nickel City is just so much more. You know, we have the Delray Cafe outside, yeah. and it's, you know, we got the McRib sandwich. Del right? Rib. Del the, rib. You I'm have sorry. a Del Rib Don't right now? Yeah, we the dropped Del the Del Rib last week. What the It's fuck? like the McRib, but better. Also, one cent cheaper. Oh, no. There's nothing better than somebody going, like, dude, that's such garbage. And then I was buying from, for people last night, and they're like, yeah. all right, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to like the McRib, yeah. but they certainly don't want to like a high-quality McRib. No, this is not high-quality. No, this is garbage. Is it pressed meat? Yeah, it's garbage. It's got the fake bones pressed into it. That sounds fucking brilliant. Sweet Baby Ray's, onions, pickles. onions, hot dog bun. hot dog bun, dude. That's amazing. So we're just over a year. Over a year, July 2017 is when you guys opened. Yeah. Is that right, right? Yeah. So the door is open. How are you guys feeling? What's the energy like for you as you, know, you finally I, open it? I tell this story, too, and it's just like, you know, what everybody has this panic. It's like that middle school like panic. Like, what if I throw a party and nobody shows up? Yeah, like, yeah, am I yeah. not? I thought I was cooler than I was. And that's how we were for four months building this fucking bar. I'm like, well, it's going to fail. Well, we're going to fail. And I remember... Kind of looking at like the night before we opened, like we got, we're stocked, oh. you know, bartenders are stocking stuff and we turned down the lights and we turned up the music and we got exactly where we're at. And I look at Brian and I was like, this is it. This is it. We're going to be fucking this busy. This is it, dude. We're going to be fucking oh, busy. Man. It is the warmest bar. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you know, like it, it was just like, this is it. Like there was, at, at that point in time, I mean, like I had a couple struggles the first couple of months, like just like of like pressure yeah. and like nervousness, but like. I think at that point in time, I was like, we got a head on our hands. It was just like. How, like, I sit in that bar and I feel welcome, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I feel I'm never judged. I feel like the conversation to explore is always there, which is a really nice thing. But really, is there a way to articulate why it's such a great bar? You know, is it because. Everybody, everybody's there. There's no, there's no, there's no class there. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, and this right. is what kind of like, kind of drew me to Austin originally, like eight nine years ago. I remember going into uh, I think it was Malago where Peche yeah, Peche yeah, yeah. is now, and I was like sitting there, and I was like, "There's a guy in a suit talking to a guy in a mohawk next to a sorority sister," and they're all talking. Yeah. All and then at some point in time, in the last like five or eight years, and the guy with the mohawk's a millionaire. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> he's like, That's okay. It's Tim Armstrong <laughs> from yeah, Rancid, right. isn't it? Oh, <laughs> Again, that, like city's crazy like <laughs> yeah, that. You know, homeless or millionaire. You know what right. I mean? So it's just like you know, these guys are all. You know, everybody's all talking, and then like somewhere in the last like four or five years, 
like Austin got placed in a corner. And it was just like, oh, you belong in East 6, you belong in West 6, you belong in 36, yeah. you belong in Warehouse. And I was just like, what the fuck? That's not what it's about. And it's just like, and, and this really reaffirmed what, you know, what I think we created is that we have Carrillo in from Sweet Liberty and he's like helping us out during the miracle thing. Nice. And he's just like, this is the craziest card I ever said. That guy's 85 years old and that girl over there is like some, you know, like, hey, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just like, and it's just like, but then we also get the hipster kids down there and the punk rockers over there and the motorcycle guys over there. And I was just like, that's what it's about, Dude. man. It's it's a melting pot. Yeah. And that's what makes it special is that you never know who you're going to run into and you always know you're going to run into somebody. Yeah, somebody you know? cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even I don't care how yeah. pedantic the word cool is, but the fact that, again, going back to not feeling judged, you can get a beer, you get a burger, you get some fries, it's fucking tater tots, or if you really want, you can get a barrel select mm. glass of whiskey. It's highbrow, lowbrow, midbrow, yeah. and everything yeah. in between. I, they were, I had dinner a couple nights ago at Jeffrey's, and you know it's probably the nicest, <laughs> nicest restaurant we have in town. I think maybe um, besides yeah. here or something. But and you know service is on point, food's on point, and they're blis- blasting Junior Brown and all this old country. And it's like, and I feel like Nickel City is that. It's mm. like, it's the cocktails, cheap beer, cheap food. You know, cocktails made perfectly and an affordable price. Yeah. Punk music, or it doesn't matter what time you country come in. Day, country music, funk and soul. Right. It's just, I think it's a good mind Keep funk. Cuts. You're yeah. like, what? What are they doing here? Because it, it's getting you from every angle. And you never, the timing is sometimes so key, and you never really know that when you release, you talk about you got a hit on your hands, right? Mm. Some stuff's before it's time, some stuff's after it's time, but somehow this launched at exactly the time that Austin needed it. I, I think so. Yeah, honestly, that's it, like, you know, like a lot of things in my in, in, in my career, I've always said I'm like, I'm really lucky a lot of times. And I think it was just at that time where it was just like time after time after these expensive restaurants of $14 cocktails and, you know, yeah. $15 deviled egg and whatever. And it just came to us like, you know, you can come in and have a burger, fries, a beer, and a shot of whiskey for legitimately like 10 bucks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was just like and every man every girl everybody's bar and it was just like i never expected to get the neighborhood crowd that we did like i didn't expect to be busy until like nine or ten o'clock but like yeah. shit man we got like we got a dinner rush now dude and we got a you know we got you know that the monday crowd the tuesday crowd we have <coughs> people that just they know what night the you know they yeah. know monday night is wing night and they know when programming night. programming program right and almost a year and a half later the kinds of accolades you guys have got. One of the things I admire most beyond just this kind of strange organic thing you're able to just have this, this electricity that's there that is just because everybody's there and everybody's getting along and it's super acceptable. Everybody, again, it's that process of not being judged, which mm-hmm. I think makes it such a great place. One of the things I truly admire is you did what you're passionate about. You trusted each other. And you didn't hire a fucking PR, PR company. I was going to say PR. Thank you, Toby. You I, know, I, I fucking hate PR, that shit. Man, dude. I got PR people hunting me every day. I was like, listen, you know, this PR company calls me. was like, hey, so we want to work with you. I was like, here's the deal. In the last year, I got Esquire's Best Bar in America. I got the cover of Nightclub Bar Trade Show. I go, or Nightclub Bar Magazine. I go, I got uh, Top 10 Not at... Tales of the Cocktail, clean sweeped all the local awards. What are you going to do for me? How about this? How about I let you work for me and you can use us as a reference and say you got us all these awards and you do free shit. Fuck off. I. It's true. 
can you guys pour some more wild turkey so I can yeah. toast you? On <laughs> I was going to ask you if I could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, you know what, man? There's no final whiskey to have this conversation over. The Russell family has been so supportive of you guys and, and everything. You know, I mean, we've had all three Russells. We've had all three Russells in the bar. Yeah. Uh, Bruce is a regular. Eddie's been in there. I think I've had four or five single barrels from them now. Yeah, honestly, my favorite. Cute. I was honestly like my favorite, you know, American whiskey. Short arms, T-Rex arms. They've told me. Sorry. <laughs> so you know, yeah. I mean, this PR. Yeah, it is. It, PR is it, for lazy people. Man. Is it smoke and mirrors? I, I honestly think it a, think a little so. bit. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, uh, and, and I'm like, I'm not gonna like. I mean, dude, Garden and Gun just called us. Yeah. That I mean, and I was just like, right. I took the answer. I was just like. That's it. I don't need a PR company. Garden yeah. Gun, literally, they'll find you if, if you make a name. Of course. But you know what? Minor Threat never paid for PR. No. Yeah, that's right. Or Via. Fucking Via's right. never yeah. had PR either. So take that money and put it towards your guest. Or you know your staff, I mean? too. Yeah, put you it know? towards your staff. Put it towards your guest. I'd rather bring pay those, a cook. Bring, bring yeah. those, yeah. money, bring you know, those price us. points down. You know what I mean? Like, if you're paying $5,000 for PR... For what? For an eater list? They can't return an ROI on that stuff, There's no, no, There's no way to even justify it. No. You know, the Delray Cafe, the particular treats that you get are <laughs> fucking delicious. It's a delicacy. I, it is a delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> and we will not talk about the ranch debacle. I just want that to be something that people can think of offline. They can fucking argue with Tober about it. But why, you know, it seems like from a financial perspective and an ease of ease of execution kind of effort why did via not put a spot in there uh we, we have a restaurant six blocks away from there ah right and uh this has been a goal of mine since we opened via to do this like uh you know drinking culture is different in detroit and buffalo than it is in austin like we for me a night out drinking would be party until two go to the coney island until yeah. four and then go to a buddy's house and keep going and here everybody's like fucking wrapping up by 2 a.m they're yeah, ready to yeah. go to bed so it never has worked like i'd hoped I'd, i was hoping it would kind of morph into this 24-hour diner thing yeah but we just don't have that 24-hour culture but uh i to me it, it was perfect like this buffalo bar with detroit food buffalo food because we have the, the best wings in town yeah sure. and the price points are just they they just again it's a mind fuck like you're eating this burger and i, I hope you Three think bucks. it's yeah it's like 268 or 283 i don't yeah. even know what the price is 286 286 changes all the time sure it's like the stock Mar- market. market price yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should do in the next menu but uh, it was <laughs> <laughs> oh dude we're selling that we gotta come up with something like coconut shrimp yeah market price <laughs> We'll have to give you a little note. Oh, we'll man. Little note that. That'd be amazing. Oh, why did we not think that? <laughs> but, you know, we were talking about doing like a 12-course chef tasting where you get like a f- one French fry and a plate, <laughs> like plated perfectly. <laughs> and it, it, it's a little bit of a poke at everything. Just yeah. like I think Nickel City is a little bit of a poke at everything. Everything that annoys you about what's going on is that that is Delray Cafe, but yeah. the opposite. I mean... Did you have any input on what kinds of food and things that we're going to carry? Yeah, I mean that's 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 our menu. It yeah. was you know he he wanted to have wings. Had I had to have, to have wings. If if I mean being from Buffalo, sure. yeah. If I didn't have wings, I would have been like a laughing stock. Yeah, so. wings wasn't on my radar. I just wanted. To, there's places back home that they do the same burgers and and coney dogs. That was all I give a shit about. Yeah, and the crinkle cut fries. Oh yeah, taters tatsu man. That was Come him. On. Oh really? Yeah, is that a buffalo tater, thing? Yeah, I mean not really. I was just like, dude, let's tater tots. I'm like, not a tater tot guy. I'm not. I still really? like don't. I still order the fries, but I was just like tater tots. It's just like everything we 
add on kind of as like a joke. Yeah. Becomes like we just added pot stickers and everybody's. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, we added yeah. pot stickers. What? They're just deep fried pot stickers <laughs> that are frozen garbage. And people are like, these are really good. <laughs> <laughs> we literally, the sauce is, I call it a Hawaiian tiki sauce and it's. Uh, soy sauce and sriracha fifty yeah. fifty blend. Oh man! And people are just like, these are great. I'm just like, what? Okay, fuck it. I, I give up. Pizza logs from pizza logs from Buffalo. Buffalo. We no way. Buffalo. So I mean, it, it's it's definitely a collaboration, but it just started as this like Detroit diner. Yeah. Would have coney dogs and burgers and fries, and that's it. Not just it's kind of come like guilty pleasure. It's kind of yeah. Now it's just become a joke. Like we <laughs> we will eventually launch a. Juicy Lucy, Minnesota style burger. No, I'm way. still waiting on that. He said he had that recipe done two months ago. I do, but I don't want to. The McRib was what it was all about. Yeah, Del Rib. The Del Rib. That was good. Del Rib. We don't want to get sued. McRib. The Shinnin. Sue me. Is that what it is? The Shinnin. <laughs> <laughs> so, not taking yourself seriously is a really great theme about Nickel City and paying homage to things that you like that are pop culture driven. Yeah. And this holiday season, and then back to. Halloween, you guys got a shit ton of press. I mean, Simpsons is my favorite show of all time. I mean, and everybody knows it on the planet. Yeah, dude, right? it's there is no more iconic comedy show. No, Seinfeld, you could say nope. Simpsons, no. go 25, over, right? 30 seasons go. No, yeah. it's got to be it's got to be twenty five, twenty eight yeah. seasons. Right? Oh yeah, it's just just yeah. south of thirty. Some seasons. of the most smartest writing in TV history. Predicting history. Yeah, predicting history. Yeah, that's oh crazy. my god, it's fucking insane. But it, for me, that really resonates, and the fact that. You don't take yourself so seriously, and you're like, no, we're going to have some fun. And again, the accolades pop in. I mean... You converted Nickel City to most Tavern. <laughs> well, I mean, that. I mean, I got a, Brandon Benitez, uh, who was working for us for a short time, yeah. you know, he he came to me, and he's like, hey, I'm just looking for some part-time work. And he's like, I'm not going to be here you know, for a long time. I'm going to be here for a good time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, dude, I go, Brandon Benitez is one of those bartenders, high fives, handshakes all day long. I was yeah. like... Let's just get you in. Let's rush you up and you just work day shifts, pick up shifts. And he comes to me one day and he's just like, dude, he's like, do you notice how much this looks like Moe's Tavern? <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, kind of. But there's this, like, we give out these postcards with every with every um, check. And the postcard, how it's angled and how Arts and Rec made it, yeah. you, know, you know, like that, there's a pic on Google Images that it looks exactly like Moe's. I'm like, holy shit. And then I was just kind of like, all right, and we were at a financial meeting. I was like, I'm gonna turn this place into most tavern for Halloween. And, dress up the bar. <laughs> and then our partner Craig's like, I got a guy that can do that. And I was just like, seriously? What? He came to the bar, and I was just like, he's like, how? Uh, he was like, let's do it. And I was just like, you know. And then I actually talked. I was in New York. I talked to Greg Bohm from Cocktail King. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, hey, what are my chances of getting a season assist? He's like, launch it on a Friday. You go through the weekend. If you get big enough, you won't get a season assist. Perfect. Yeah. I was like, thanks, Greg. So we changed it from Wednesday to Friday, and like what we wanted to do was just do it overnight. Like you know, like yeah. Nickel City and Nickel City, we are always open up at two p.m. You know, maybe sooner or earlier every day. So if we want to do something, we do it overnight. So what we did was we, we met there all at six seven a.m. with the set guy, and we did the sign, we did the, the window wrap, and the and that was the perfect. And we redid. We got our designers. We redid a whole menu. Yeah. We redid the postcard to look like those. And it was just like subtle little things. Like we had the we had the pennants over the bar. We right, had a right. love tester in there. Um, and it was just like, let's just have fun. I made all the bartenders wear smocks and white sleeve shirts. Yeah. And everybody dressed like Mo. And like, I mean, we opened Friday. And it was just like, you know, people just like, you know, like driving by and doing yeah. selfies. And it was just like, this is going to be kind of cool, man. Like we'll probably get like, you know, like I had, I 
tipped off either like the night before. I was like, yeah. hey, come on, take pictures. It's like, you know, we'll we'll get like some cool press out of it. And then like that night, it hit like the number one like yeah, shared dude. thing on Reddit. And yeah. I didn't know what Reddit is. I was like, dude, this is hot on Reddit. It was like a hundred. Like, there was a 000. kid with cancer that was supposed to die the day before and lived. And we were above it. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! <laughs> like that's, that is insane. That's yeah. way more important. Well, than how do the you, bar. So like, uh, you, this costs money, right? So Brandon, yeah. like, how do you feel? You know, is it like, nope, this is a project worth pursuing for the PR? Oh, or just yeah. like, let's have fun, or what? No, it's, it's just stay out of the way. I, yeah, I, I yeah. just stay out of the way. <laughs> so we just care. did it, and it was just like, I mean, it went bonkers. Like Friday night was busy. Saturday, sun, but then it was just like Wednesday night. There was a line like to the hotel next oh my to us. God, it was insane. This no. was the same thing. Every second, like the phones were ringing, prank calls. I mean, I, I think it was <laughs> it was Monday morning. I forgot about that. It was Monday morning. I literally my phone rings. I'm like, hello. They're like, hey, this is Fox News. I'm like, oh, the local Fox News. They're like, no, like we're in New York. I was like, oh wow, okay. And then I was like, all right. And then next CNN. I'm like, well, Fox and CNN are getting along yeah. finally. And then like my friend was like in like Belgium, and he saw. He saw like Nickel City on like yeah. in in like their language. I think it was John Gerber that told me he's seen it in Turkey or somebody. Yeah. Turkey, it Turkey. crazy. But, but was Amanda there? What's that? Was Amanda there? Amanda Carter or no? Amanda Huggins. Ah, ah sorry. Right shit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he and me too. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, again, huge Simpsons fan. Well, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was wild, man. Like, like, actually, for like two weeks after that, I didn't wear a Nickel City hat because I got sick of people asking me about the Simpsons shit. Oh, man. Well, so, well, then transitioning into Christmas, you guys are doing stuff for the holidays as well, yeah? Yeah, we got the Sip and Santa uh, thing going out with America. Like I said, I'm a good friend with Greg, uh, you know, and I, I've been... I've been to Lost Lake for theirs. I've been to Boilermaker oh, for theirs. I actually, the first miracle, like the technical one, I was at was Roosevelt. I only went to the to the beach bumps, mm. and because I'm I'm like a tiki nerd, I still like want to open a tiki bar. But once uh, the ramen Tatsuo guys said, I was like, damn it, I can't open up here. There's only yeah, one room yeah. for one tiki bar here. And those guys didn't do it right. Um, so, you know, I've always been a fan, and you know, I mean, I I I, I talked to Greg, and you know, we we were talking another location. And I was like, I want to get, I want to do Miracle up there. And he's like, you want to do a sip in Santa in, in Austin? And I was like, yes. And this is how he sold me. He goes, listen, it's not as profitable. It's way more harder. And um, you're not going to get all the, all the love. And it's not, you know, you know, he's like, do you want in? I was like, yeah, I'm in. And he's like, <laughs> he's it's like, plenty profitable. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. And it's holiday week, you know. Yeah, oh, man. It's been good. So, Alrighty. yeah. So, but he, he talked to me. I, you know, I was at the cocktail kingdom office. I was like, I'm in. Let's sign it up. Let's do it. You know, I kind of, you know, hounded him a little bit. And it's been great, man. Yeah. I mean, it really has been great. Like, I mean, like, it's going on right now. And we're here doing an interview. And I'm not even worried about it. Like, that's what, man, that's one thing that I think. So you t- tell me what you guys think. So people that are truly successful, even if they don't deem themselves that way, but they've got businesses, they've got employees, all of this, they are the most assertive, responsive, and really, really down-to-earth folks. And I think that's actually a sign of a characteristic of success. You guys feel that kind of way? That you're it just depends accessible? on what you're after. I know people back home that own pizza shops that have been there for 35 years that he still works 50 hours a week in the shop, every- and that... If that's his line of success, yeah, that's and you know he can provide for his family, and he's not working for someone else, that and he won't answer his phone because he's busy every yeah, night working yeah. on the line. But if that's success to him, then great. 
you know, but I also have friend Tony Gemignani who's got, you know, Man. 12 restaurants, probably doing 30, 40 million a year and yeah. all over Vegas and all over California. And uh, if you called him right now, he'd answer his phone yeah. and it doesn't matter what's going on. He'll come down and do an interview if you want. And he's again, it's just a matter of what you're after, how I hard see, you want to yeah. work. Well, you know, I got to commend you both, like being able to accommodate my schedule and all this and like to actually sit and. I mean, it's always good to sit fucking wild turkey in the day. Yeah. yeah. But the, the fact, like, you've got a busy-ass bar that's out there, and the fact that it's such a well-oiled machine, you can walk away from it or step away from it, I think is really a I mean, testament I to... I can't even believe how smooth the last, like, we've done Miracle now. This is, like, our fifth day. And it's just, like, I wouldn't say no hiccups, but, like, close to no hiccups. Yeah. Like, it, it's just, like, prep, prep, prep. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Mm. You know, people coming in an hour early and just, like, wanting to succeed. Like, they knew... I think they learned... I mean... We we pretty we were pretty successful and, and it was a little little stressful a little bit maybe more during Mo's but I think they got it like this is how miracle is going to be so let's get it ready we're sipping Santa yeah and uh, I mean just it's it's prep heavy and it's like like I said we had a guest bartender last night he's like this is the easiest bar ever and he's like you guys are just set up ready to go I'm like let's pump it out man let's pump it out let's do it let's yeah let's have fun and it feels seamless every time you're in there. I think that's really, really. Uh, I hope so, man. I yeah. mean, it's it's you know it's the Wizard of Oz. It's like don't look at the man behind the curtain, dude. You sure. know, do not look behind the cash only bar. It's a disaster back there <laughs> until we make it look nice. I always say we don't know what to do, but we know what not to do, and that <laughs> piss people off. See, yeah. knowing what you like and knowing what you don't like, yeah. those are really, really important distinctions. So you would think, you know, you're about a, a year and a half in. Things are going well, getting plenty of press. Things will be just fine. There's no need to open. A second <laughs> fucking location, but I couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're—is it a secret? I noticed I mean, you said a, it was it's a kind secret. of like a—it's the worst kept secret, you know. Yeah. Well, let's like can we make it the worser kept secret? Can we say, <laughs> how about Dallas Fort Worth Plano area? That way uh, you can—I mean, uh, fuck it, let's, we're coming to Fort Worth, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're, <laughs> it's the only way to go. Yeah, yeah. we're going. To, we're—I mean, we 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 both visited that market a few times. Um, we're ninety-nine percent done with the deal. Um, I would say, yeah, we're coming to Fort Worth, and like I really believe in that market. I mean, you're talking like the third or fourth largest metropolitan area in the United States. Yeah. Sensible people, but it's like a, it, they're blue sensible collar. folks. Blue collar, totally. Yeah. They want to go yeah. get a good drink, it's a good value. College town too. College yeah, town, absolutely. blue you collar, know. medical industry, everything we're looking for, man. You know what I mean? Cheaper rent, no yeah. coffee. You know, right. the thing too is like for the food side of things, which is not what he's at, super worried about, but. If if we can go there and be the best wings in Fort Worth, the yeah. best burger in Fort Worth, the best the Coney dog, dog, yeah, I mean that that that's the goal because things in Austin kind of get washed sure. with the food scene. I mean it's yeah, it's, I mean nothing that there's like less competition out there because there's some really great bars out there, but like you know what I mean like Dallas Fort Worth is huge and you know we're you know it's on the map, but it's just like hasn't gotten attention it deserves. You yeah. know what I mean like to me like it it's you know, 40 minutes from, from Dallas, and, you know, everybody around there, you, you know, everybody drinks and eats. You know, that's Dude, there's an appetite, no pun intended, for something like that. Yeah. You know? We're hoping that it, it'll be something that Fort Worth can hang their hat on, you know, sure. something that Dallas doesn't have, maybe, yeah. or something like Oh, it's smart. I, I mean, I literally had somebody go to me like, I'm so proud to say that, you know, Nickel City's coming to Fort Worth and not Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's know. a smarter move. You're going to get yeah. way more dedicated clientele i think yeah then so. you know a little bit less inexpensive like i said more blue collar like you know like we you know plano's like the millionaire capital of the world like yeah. i had you know somebody's like don't go to plano like it, it looks it's uh, like dangles a carrot but it's just like too uppity and yeah 
Yeah, we just like to get down and dirty and drink whiskey and beers. You know what I mean? So I think it'll be, you know, I think it's a good move. It's yeah. a good expansion move, like semi-close. You know what what I mean? about the replication of the aesthetic? So it would be in Nickel City. Are, we, are you trying yeah. to ultimately not templatize this? Because they'll have their nuances, but is that Yeah, this, this space is twice as big. Oh, wow. So that, that we're going to lose. The hardest thing, I think, for all of us will be to replicate that warmth that you yeah, have yeah. at Nickel More City in a, in a bigger space. We'll see, though. We haven't been able to get in the space and Yeah, well, I enough. mean, once we get in there, so the cash only is going to be rebranded. Nice. Um, uh, what I think, you know, who knows, it could change. It's going to be an actual functioning bar, alcove style, where it only serves agave. Oh. So, yeah, we're only oh. going to serve huge uh, yeah. tequila and agave, and it's going to serve two things, mezcal, or three things, mezcal, tequila, and tecate. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Like, that's the only three things you can get back there. Oh, man, that's um, And you can get it in a Tommy's Margarita or neat or, you know, chill. That's it, you yeah. know. And basically what I want to do is kind of have, like, an encompassing room and just, like, somebody, see, like, like shelves around with tequila and mezcal price tags hanging out. And somebody's just like, oh, what's that? Like, go grab it. And they bring it to yeah. you. Because, oh, like, once they grab that bottle, you know what I mean? They're, like, they're part of the experience. Absolutely. Just kinda, then they pour it for you and you talk about it. And, man, that's you incredible. Know, and any Fort Worth agave nerds that want to work at the bar, hit me up right now. We're looking for one. But, you know, to me, like that, I think, you know, if we do another one after this, like kind of rebrand the cash only bar as it's like maybe do a tiki bar, out of the, you know, like a bar inside a bar. There's, which I've always wanted to do. Any time frame from when you would like to open? Tomorrow. No. Um, I think Brandon was laughing at my question. <laughs> me. I mean, you know, to, definitely, I would say second, third quarter, third quarter. Yeah. Third quarter next Th- year. Third yeah. quarter next nice. year. You, you guys go I mean? calendar year? Is that your quarters? Or do you financial year? This uh, is not interesting stuff, but we do. Uh, what do we do? We do calendar year, right? Third quarter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do third quarter. We do pay period or periods. So, it'll sometime be, this fall. I would say. Yeah, I'd say. Hopefully no, by, summer, summer. This I mean. time by summer, next year summer. would be. Yeah, 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 yeah. This time next year we should be. <laughs> we should be yeah. more than a few months into it. Yeah. Are you like, gonna? Are you gonna head up there? Uh, yeah, I'll be up there for a little while. Actually, I brought a I brought a buddy down. You know, a kind of a guy that's really passionate about you know, uh, bartending and whatnot. Um, Dan Brennan. He was running a bar in Rochester, so he knows the Buffalo theme, like yeah. the kind of thing. And you know, actually, I met him at Camp Runamuck, a whiskey camp. Nice. And you know, I was just kind of like, man, you know, I think we're opening up a place in Fort Worth. If you ever want to come on down and kind of like be the bar manager, and he just called me up one day. He's like, yeah, I think I want to do that. And he just he just packed up his bags, <clears throat> broke up with his girlfriend, came on down, and he's working at Nickel City right now. And he's just like no fitting way. right in. Yeah, I mean, he's like our like lead or like one of our, like our like shift supervisors, and he's just learning our culture and learning everything. And you know, after after the the the, the insanity of December, yeah. we'll start deep diving into numbers and all this stuff and programming, programming, programming. And he's going to move up there, um, and then he's allowed one more import. And then after that, it's all Fort Worth people. That's incredible. And, uh, you know, so I think, you know, like that's kind of like, you know, kind of bring somebody down if we do it again the same different way. Like, you know, this man from within, you know, I got a, you know, bartender. uh, We call him Turtle. Uh, He's been with me for five years now. He started with me at Vox Table when he was 19 as a food runner. And he's like, he's like our head bar back barman or like a bar manager and like my most, one of my most trusted employees. You know, he's going to. Hopefully he'll open up Nickel City with us one day, and you know, kind of like spreading the wealth and yeah. you know, getting everybody you know, out there. Brandon, I don't know if you know this. So one of the things I've, I've talked to plenty of the folks that, that work at Nickel City, and one of the things that because maybe some people listening might say, "Well, I want to open a bar." Maybe I don't have 
experience, but how do I foster a good culture? And one of the things that all of your staff say, at least like the three or four that have talked about it, this particular issue, they say, you know what? He gives us the freedom to do the things we're good at and without standing in our way. So if I like bookkeeping, fine, go towards that. If I like marketing, fine, it's a strength. You follow your passion and you manage like a great coach mm-hmm. to allow your folks to pursue those things that potentially just as a bar back or just as a bartender they wouldn't be able to do. Is this something, I guess, that you, you realize like this is the culture you're fostering and perhaps one of the reasons it's such a successful place? I mean, yeah, I mean, like my whole thing is like, A, like aces and places. Like if you if you really, really, really want to do that, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't have time Dude, for that. I want to totally. open up five more nickel cities. So do that. Let me give you that. Let me, let me, let me give you the systems and let me nudge you. Text me when you have a problem, but take, yeah. take it, you know, ownership dude you know I mean? i'm not passionate what i'm not passionate about so let yeah. me not fake it you know it's i don't like bookkeeping do you like bookkeeping brandon not really I like, <laughs> I like the PL side of things yeah, but i'm not gonna put the numbers in every dude, day to exactly get my yeah. i mean much- I, I like the programming and stuff like that like you got you know amanda Cardo's like kind of taking like you know i guess creative director kind of on a lot of cocktails and a lot yeah. of things she'll give to me and i'll like tweak this tweak that tweak this you know ty's handling the like he's handling like hours and like w twos and w fours yeah. shit i suck at yeah yeah i mean like I, i'm, I'm but knowing at, what you're not good at that's a really yeah that's oh, a yeah, talent I'm, yeah you know? I, you know i'm good at like hyping stuff up and being like fun and like being a hype man but like get me to like get in you know like our bookkeeper is so much happier now ties doing the payroll because <laughs> it gets done like on monday every day mm-hmm. usually it'd be me like in an airplane trying to figure out stuff but like you know, you know like just give your people freedom you know what yeah. i mean and, and you know that like trust you hired them for a reason right for sure you know, like, I don't have to sit and bust balls like the disc. Every once in a while, you know, like, we have a once-a-month meeting. I'm like, hey, do this better, do this better, do this better. Yeah. And I think we had that meeting about, you know, um, about sipping Santa. And I was like, you know, it's get ready for war. Get your asses in gear. I need a little hustle, hustle, hustle. Sure. You know, like Patent the, style. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We, yeah. Like, our our, our, uh, our weekly word, uh, our, our weekly statement is aggressive bussing this, nice. this week. So every time, like, I see, like, uh, a bar back or anybody, what's the word of the week? Aggressive bussing. And they go out there and just, like, grab stuff. And it's, you know, you know, it's getting everybody having fun. It's amazing. So I've got two questions left for you guys. We've been sipping through some amazing bourbon. You've been regaling with the t- me with the tales of you guys meeting and being both very surly at times. <laughs> but connecting, right? So people want to open bars. They want to open bars in Austin. Do you have any... Because initially the first thing everybody says is like, don't fucking do it. No, you should do it. You should do whatever do it. the fuck you want. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're nobodies. <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want. Love it. Listen, I mean, that's what makes Austin great is it's such a melting pot. Well, not really. It's not a melting pot. Not Never mind. Not it's not diverse at all. Uh, but it is um, But it is like kind of like that hip fucking, you know, culture like that. Like you can do something cool and, and just like, oh, that's fucking so Austin. You know what I mean, man? Like I think we need more diversity. I think we need more people trying, like bring in. Like we opened up the bar that, that me and him grew up in. Uh, the bar that our grandparents drank in, mm. and we opened it up and we accidentally opened up the most Austin bar ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just, you know, think about that, like bring something new to it. Don't stamp and repeat these, you know, these, a lot of these, you know, high end, like tap, like I mean, was it three years ago? Like the small plates, like get out of here. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like do something, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. You know, do something, bring something cool. You know what I mean? Like go to, like go to Houston, like the bar scene's so awesome. Like go to poison girl. Yeah. Like see like, you know what I mean? Like I talked to Bobby and like Anvil. Like that is the best. That is the best cocktail bar in the world, bar none. I don't mm. give a shit what anybody says. Like as far as like service, 
drinks, vibe, everything. You know, Anvil's you know, tops, but, you know, open up what you want and just, you know, kind of take that attitude, like, build it and they will come. Yeah, you know? I love Hopefully. that. I yeah, do great. it. Fucking do it. You I don't, yeah, I don't know. Do it or, you know what I mean, <laughs> or, like, work at another bar for us. You know, just, exactly. Take, take a risk. Yeah. All right, so the last question. We've been sipping whiskey. Whiskey is arterial to the aesthetic of Nickel City, too. So, Brandon, you're at Nickel City. It's just you, and you can have anybody that's past or alive, actor, fucking musician, oh, that shit. sits in your bar drinking with you at that bar. Who would you like to sit and have a drink with? Uh, I'm going to be cheesy because the first thing that came to mind was my mom because uh, she died... Uh, eight years ago, nine years ago, worrying about if I was ever going to get a job or get my life together. Oh, man. So uh, I hate to take the cheesy road, but... It's not, man, because you can sit there and sit with her and say, no, this yeah. all worked out, Mom, don't worry. Yeah, I'd like to have a, a glass of Crown with her, and, and that was her drink of choice, and just just sit and enjoy it with her. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. And it's very, very connected. I'm going to cry, but... Don't cry, it makes me want now. Now with what's yeah, so we're gonna say? Fine. Go ahead, follow that up. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Han Solo, <laughs> Robert De Niro. <laughs> I mean, honestly, dude. I mean, like any you know anybody that just comes in and wide eyed, like dude. I you know I, I say this about Nickel City, and you know, there's, a, there's a few bars in the in the world that I've been to that like kind of suck you in and just like make it like hug you. Yeah, you know, and I think Nickel City is one of those. Um, you know, fuck, man. You know, it, it's it's crazy, man. Like we've had so many people come through that I love seeing. Like last night, I saw a couple of people that were just in town from out of town. I mean, dude, a week and a half before he died, you know, Dave Pickerel was in the bar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just like sipping whistle pig with me, and it was like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You know what I mean? Like there, there's nobody. I mean, you know, I've I, I've drank with a ton of people there. I, I mean, I don't even know, man. Like who? I don't know. Like, um, who's going to spend the most money? Nah, <laughs> oh, there you go. Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, my God. That'd, that'd be cool. No, drink- you know, honestly. You like, think he would be boring, though? No. no he I would mean, just mimic you. Honestly, Adrian Granero was at the bar two days ago. I got oh, really? messages. You know, I would say, you know, I would like to have a drink, like sit down, honestly, like have a drink ever if he was in town or... Hard. The Rock, I think he'd be fun to party with. Yeah, for sure. The Rock would be good. I feel like he's a good time. Yeah, Don Julio guy from what I've seen <clears throat> in Ballers. Yeah, Ballers, he's always drinking tequila. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been I like Ballers kick too, man. I don't know, dude. I just love anybody that's excited about the bar. Yeah. Honestly, like really there isn't, you know, I like, I love seeing you in the bar. I love seeing anybody in the bar. You know, just, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a. No, like Adrian Ganero's in the bar yesterday, the other day. Nobody yeah. gave a shit. That's no. what I love. Yeah, so Nobody gives a shit. Nope. Yeah. They're well, not there for them. What would yours be, though? Because that's an interesting question. Yeah. You know, there's a, a couple guys that I think are deeply pensive. People say Hemingway all the time, which is which is fine. Um, but, I, you know, I've got, I've got this thing about astrology a little bit. Christian Bell would be cool. Yeah. Because he wouldn't yell at me. We're too calm. Yeah. You know? And is so he calm? Oh yeah, like, generally, generally speaking, he is. But I understand, like, with certain circumstances where you're like super, super cool, right? And things are going okay, but then when things just fuck up time and time again with production, it's just like, God damn it! Yeah, I've broken a couple less Pauls because I've gotten pissed about the input not working, you know. Hmm. But th- it's always going to be an actor for me. Daniel Day Lewis is a brilliant choice. 
George C. Scott would have been fucking incredible. Lee Marvin would have been incredible. Mm. These old guys, Charles Bronson. Yeah. Oh, dude, Charles Bronson. Charles, could you only if you could smoke in the bar. Because oh, I feel yeah. like he's. I don't know if he smoked, but I feel like we should smoke cigarettes together. No, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> you, I, I will say this: I definitely like inhaled some marijuana at the bar while we were open with a couple whiskey legends. We'll talk. Oh about. man, that's yeah. awesome! No, that's amazing. Yeah. Actually, Matthew McConaughey stopped at a bar one time. That'd be great cool. too. Yeah. I imagine it'd be super mm-hmm. cool. Well, I, I still stick to the story that Wild Turkey Long Branch is named after the bar. Uh, I don't care what happens. No, of course, I always say that. Yeah. Actually, last answer. And thank you so much for sharing this tale of how you guys met and how Nickel City has kind of rose to this iconic state. Very, very short amount of time, a year and a half. It's going to expand. But we're going to have to say that I really want to drink some wild turkey with Joe Bob Briggs. Horror yeah. movie master, drive-in theater. He, all I mean, that. he could definitely come in. He would definitely be really fun there. Um, what's the guy from uh, Evil Dead? Bruce, Bruce, uh, Bruce, Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Bruce okay, Campbell. I met that guy. Yeah, actually, Bruce Campbell. I would love oh. him, dude. You know why? Because he, like, forty years ago on Halloween, I have the tradition. I always go to Midnight Cowboy on Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, I went to, I went across the street to, uh, to, uh, um, uh, what is it? What's the dive bar that I really loves down? Oh, the one that was right across the street. Oh shit! I don't know. From Midnight Cowboy? No, 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 no. Uh, what are you talking about? The dive bar on 6th Street that everybody loves. Everybody still goes to. Casino El Camino? No. Oh. Uh, anyways, he was across the street. Shangri-La. No. Right. <laughs> I'm talking Dirty Six. So, uh, oh, Dirty Bills? Uh, no, we're just going to keep guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so That'd I went across annoying. the street, and they're like... Coyote ugly. And, and, and then at that point in time, they're like, dude, Bruce Campbell's here. He's going to jump behind the bar. Oh, fucking... Right? Yeah. And he jumped behind the bar. He had like, he was <clears> on time. He jumped behind the bar. It was like a Comic-Con going on. And he's like, everybody want a shot? And then my friend at the time was working at the bar, and she had him a, a bottle of aviation gin. He just poured aviation no gin. No way. Out. But yeah, Bruce Campbell was the shit, man. I would love he to see He's from Royal Oak, Michigan. I yes, just looked he it up. He, he grew up like 10 minutes yeah, away from Yeah, same reading the whole lot. All those yeah. guys. Yeah. I mean, cause, yeah. I knew he was from Michigan. I didn't know how far, though. I don't know that. He's the pride of Michigan. <laughs> Michigan's pretty red. It is pretty good. <laughs> okay. This Jack has White. been Myers. <laughs> Myers. This has been beyond it's a pleasure. There's Meyer. at least a few more drams I'd like you guys to try after we get off mic. But, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the story of Nickel City. Soon to be on CNN. If you're still awake. <laughs> There's no doubt. Thanks, guys. So Pillow much. talk. Talk <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thanks, guys. Well, there we have it. As I dubbed it, the story of Nickel City, Mr. Travis Tober and Mr. Brandon Hunt, a Comedy cop duo, you know, I'd like to see the movie, the way in which they interplay is just hilarious, and it was one of the best times I've had recording a show in years. So Brandon Tobert, you've done amazing work with the projects. I cannot wait to see what the Fort Worth Nickel City looks like. It was a pleasure having you on, and for all of you folks who love going to Nickel City, maybe you know a little bit more why you enjoy it. This comes from the minds of these two guys, and that place is warm, inviting, and really always about the service. There's no pretension and there's no arrogance. It's just a great place to grab a drink. A true testament to the men themselves. So thanks everybody for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No matter what you're thinking about drinking tonight in terms of mezcal, or if you're saying, you know, I want to talk about this new video project I've been working on with all the people that listen to the podcast, but I just won't yet. Please keep drinking.